You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation? Welcome inside the Straight Up Saints Podcast. Now joining me on the show is Nader Murphick, the host of Sports Overtime and the man that brought you that breaking Jadavion Clowney story. Uh, first off, Nader, how are you and how was your Thursday night? Because that seemed pretty hectic. Oh, man, it was, uh, I'm doing good. <laughs> Yesterday was very hectic. Um, you know, we're, we're coming out with a new podcast uh, next Wednesday. And so yesterday we went to go shoot a commercial for the podcast. And then while shooting the commercial for the podcast, me and Brian, uh, well, I got the text in front of Brian, you know, saying, please call me uh, from the source. So I called the source and the source broke down everything with Jadavia and Clowney. Um, so yeah, man, it was, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. And I guess the people that just uh, signed us to BAM Network and, and talked at NOLA, they um they were looking at us like man these guys are working even when we're shooting a, a a commercial for their show they're still working so um but yeah man it was crazy my mentions were going nuts everybody was uh showing lo- a lot of people were showing love to me on social media which is awesome I appreciate everybody and you know there's some people that obviously gonna hate you know that comes with the territory but uh, it was crazy man it was crazy I really couldn't even get that much sleep last night to be honest with you but. Um, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll today. Let's see what happens today. Hopefully we get some news from the source today and uh, put it out and, and hopefully the signing gets done. Man. Absolutely. So I want to ask you a thing with Clowney and why it's kind of yep. taken so long. There's been a lot of questions about how much he's asking for, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what's the right fit for him, uh, at least because you've been well tapped in on this situation. Do you have a, a yep. certain understanding right now, either what he's asking for or what he's looking for? Uh, so based in May, when I when I dropped the news in May, and I think when I came on with you, Chris, you know he was he was asking for about sixteen million. Um, yesterday, the source confirmed that you know obviously he definitely dropped down dr- dramatically in his price. They're saying, and and what I'm hearing is that um, a deal for about one year, ten million dollars, is what they're working on. So hopefully, you know they can get that deal done. Honestly, Chris, I really think that it might actually come underneath ten million dollars. Um, because he wants to come to the Saints, man. Like my source actually talked to him yesterday on the phone, and he was asking my source because my source is actually from New Orleans, and uh, he was asking him to find him real estate in a place to live. So the guy is very, very interested in coming to the Saints. He's been wanting to come to the Saints since May. The thing that I think that really um, took it so long is that in his mind, he knew that there were a bunch of teams that were interested. He is coming off of an injury, but at the same time, him waiting out so long, he missed training camp, which that I think that that was one of his things. Like he didn't want to go into training camp, especially with the whole COVID-19 situation that's going on. So he just waited it out, waited it out. And he, he's been on record saying that he wanted to sign with a team right before the season. And so, hey, it's right before the season. The Saints and the Titans are interested. Um, and again, I think that with what he has told my source yesterday, I'm thinking that this deal gets done, man. Hopefully it, it gets done by this weekend for sure. So I got to ask you, you mentioned, you know, training camp and obviously it's been tough with COVID and everything. Uh, let's yep. say the Saints do sign him before Monday or even mm-hmm. on Monday. Uh, do you think mm-hmm. there's a chance we see him play against the Buccaneers on that Sunday or do you think it might take yes. him a couple of weeks? No, I think he'll play. I think he'll definitely play. You got to think from from the Saints perspective. 
their whole goal right now is to get this deal done and then get him in the building by Monday. They want him on the field practicing on Monday. That's what they've told him. So, um, you know, with him coming in, yeah, it's going to take some time for him to learn a playbook, but they can always put him on pass rushing down third downs and just, hey, just try to stack Brady, you know, just try to get Brady down, you know. So I think he'll definitely play in the game. He'll be in rotation with Marcus Davenport. And I think that's one thing that he really likes going into this situation. He knows what the Saints D-line what the Saints D-line has and what they bring. And so when you have a guy like Cam Jordan, you have a guy like Marcus Davenport, Anya Mata, Sheldon Rankin, you know, him coming here, he he's trying to get his sack total up. You know, a lot of people throw out, oh, he only had three sacks last year. That is true. But he had a lot of pressure. And with a lot of pressures, other people are getting sacks, you know, because of him. So with him coming to the Saints and having Cam Jordan and, and all of those guys that I just mentioned, it's going to help him get more sacks. And then, as we all know, Chris, a guy who joins a team and let's say that team goes and wins the Super Bowl, it always happens where that team that won the Super Bowl, you know, loses a lot of players and players go other places and they get huge deals. And I think that's what he's betting on. He's betting on the Saints, you know, making it to the Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, him getting his sack total up from three to, let's say, eight, nine, and then him jumping back into free agency next year and getting cashed out. Yeah, this this reminds me a lot of Revis going to the Patriots, wins a Super Bowl, then goes and cashes out with the Jets. So I, yeah. I, I want to yeah. ask you, because a lot of people brought it up, and I, I don't understand why they still feel this way. Uh, the Saints signing Clowney has nothing to do with how they view Marcus Davenport. It's almost like if you yes. can get better, just get better. Uh, what has been your understanding on that? Because I know a lot of people are saying, oh my God, does the coaching staff not like Davenport? It does yeah. not seem like that at all. No, it doesn't seem like that at all. I just feel that, you know, this is actually, to me, a corresponding move for the Bucks making that move with Leonard Fournette this, uh, this week. I think that, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with Davenport. Obviously, you know, I know Davenport is a little nicked up right now. Um, but the Saints know that, hey, maybe if he is nicked up for a long period of time, at least we got a guy that, that we could put in. And he's not just a, a slouch, you know. This guy is definitely... You know, he was the number one overall draft pick, you know. So um, to put him in that rotation with all those guys, man, I think that it's going to help them tremendously. But for, for Marcus Davenport, it really doesn't have anything to, to do with Marcus Davenport. I mean, I know people will say, well, he plays the same position. How does it not affect him? Well, I mean, if he's going through an injury and trying to get himself healthy, you know, why not have a guy like Clowney out there over a guy like, I don't know, Trey Hendrickson or somebody or Carl Grandison? You got a guy like Clowney on the opposite side of Cam. Um, I think that's going to do wonders for them, especially with the schedule this year. You know, the Bucks getting better. You know, you got Carolina getting better. Atlanta, eh. But, you know, I think they want all firepower. They know that this is the, the last year. And I think that, you know, with the whole Drew Brees situation earlier in the offseason where he was like, where Sean Payton came out and said this might be, a, you know, this is going to be his last year when he messed up and said that, um, they know, man, they're all in. All chips on the table, they're all pushed forward, and they're ready to go, man. They want to win a Super Bowl, and then whatever happens, it happens after. But um, it doesn't have anything to do with Davenport. I think him and Clowney are being a rotation, and I think that's going to be actually a good thing for both of them because um, both of them are coming off of injuries, and both of them can stay fresh by, you know, taking one snap and getting off the field or, you know, taking two snaps and getting off the field. 
and just, you know, rotating with each other. So it'll be a good thing for the Saints. Absolutely, I agree. So I got to ask you, uh, like I mentioned before, this is not something where you just on Thursday said, hey, clowning in the Saints, it's real. This is something I believe since May, yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that May, you've been May 27th. honest. May 27th it, it, yeah. is when I tweeted it, yep. So May 27th. for you personally, you see, and this is the, this is not a knock on the national reporters because we obviously yeah. have a lot of respect for them, but you see how you've been on this story for a while, and then let's say, you know, Diana Rossini or, or Tom Palacero tweets it out. If you don't, let's say, get the credit you deserve, and by the way, I think Saints fans have done a good job, especially this yeah, week, giving have. you the credit. Um, yeah. For you, just how does it feel being able to break such a story that this is huge? I mean, this is a former number one overall pick that could change uh-huh. the tides. I mean, this is a move that could make the Saints the clear-cut contender. So how does it feel to be in uh, on this story and be basically, uh, regardless of what anyone, anyone says, the first one to have the story? Man, to be honest with you, man, it's awesome. Man. It really is. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome feeling. It's an awesome feeling. You know, the way I think about it is I think it's God's plan. You know, I think you know, with me and Brian, we just signed a deal with the new um, with the new radio company, and so us signing a deal and then you know dropping the news while we're shooting a commercial, and then you know then Deanna uh, Rossini coming out what thirty minutes after I re- I tweeted it and saying yeah the Saints are making a hard push for Clowney, they want to sign him and they need a- they want him in the building by Monday. That's the same thing that I said in my tweet, you know, thirty minutes ago. So man, it's awesome, man. It, it-, it feels good to be honest. Like I told you, man, I couldn't really sleep last night, but it was, it's just awesome. It's awesome that I'm, you know, I've been working so hard, man, like working so hard to get my foot through the door and, and, you know, New Orleans media. And, you know, it's been tough, man. It really has. It's been tough. You know, certain people, uh, they don't give you the opportunity, you know, and even if you do something right, you know, or do something wrong, they still, man, they still won't give you the opportunity unless they, they see it. And so, for me, it's awesome that to have like people like you and have you know ESPN 104.5 and Baton Rouge reach out to me this morning and say, "Hey, man, can you come on my show, man? I really want to talk to you about this clowning situation, you know." And and they post it and and you know you gain followers and you gain gain notoriety and you get your name and build your brand. It's it's, it's awesome, man. It really is. It really is awesome. Absolutely. Now you alluded to it and I have to ask you because I feel like it would be wrong of me not to because you know how much I respect you and Brian. Please let everyone know who's listening to the podcast uh, where they can listen to Sports Overtime, when they can listen to it, and what to expect from the show. Oh yeah, man. So uh, next Wednesday, 7 p.m., we're going to be kicking Sports Overtime back off. You can tune in on TalkThatNola.com. You can actually watch us live as well on TalkThatNola.com. Another thing that we're going to drop, I'm going to just drop it on yours, on your podcast, Chris, since it's some, um, some breaking news. But with uh, Talk That Nola, if you guys have a Roku or a Fire Stick, you'll be able to watch us live on, the, on your Fire Stick and Roku as well. So um, we have a lot of things that me and Brian are putting together that's going to be awesome. But, uh, yeah, Wednesdays, 7 p.m., and hopefully if the Saints sign Clowney by then, I'm going to try to get Clowney on the first show as a, as a guest. Hey, look, that, that is the perfect way of making an entrance. Uh, <laughs> Nate, the last thing I want to ask you, man, before I let you go, Saints-Bucks next weekend. I know we're about nine days away. What's your prediction for that match? Man, it's going to be a good game. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a really, really good game. I'm thinking that, you know, obviously the fans not being in the stadium sucks, but um, I think it's going to be a shootout, man. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Saints defense is going to come out and um, – you know, do what they're supposed to do. But I, I think that there's, I think it's, I'm going to say this. I think it's going to be like a 38, uh, like 38, 30 game 
with the Saints going out on top and getting that first win for the week. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think we're all going to be sitting on the edge of our seats as we usually do uh, with Saints games. But like you said, I hope the Saints end up coming out on top. But uh, I appreciate you coming on the show, Nader. Obviously, I appreciate oh, no all the work you've done, man. Uh, I wish you nothing yeah, but the fine. best. And I'm going to look forward to your tweets. If people don't have my notifications, they better do uh, right now. Man, <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to text me, man. As soon as he texts me, I'll tweet it out and let people know what's going on. I know people are blowing me up like, well, when is he going to sign? When is he going to be official? When is he going to be official? I'm just like, listen, as soon as my source texts me, man, I'll, I'll definitely tweet the, the news out for sure. Look, I, I speak for a lot of Saints fans here. We are sitting there refreshing your Twitter page waiting for that next tweet, <laughs> man. So I, I appreciate oh, man. you for coming on. It, and uh, and I'm looking forward to all the work you're doing, especially with Sports Overtime uh, this upcoming Wednesday. But thank you so much for coming on the show, Nader. All right, Chris. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. Once again, that was Nader Murphick, the host of Sports Overtime. Make sure to go to his Twitter to find out where you can watch his show with Brian Bienemy on Wednesday. And he's done great work. Like I said, he's been on this story since May 27th. Uh, look, Clowney didn't really want to go through a whole training camp, and now he has the chance to potentially sign a one-year deal with the Saints, basically re-up his value, compete for a championship, and also be in a lot of primetime games where he can show out uh, for GMs, and that's a really good spot for him. So it kind of seems like this is the perfect opportunity to be a one-year rental really, really boost up your value and also really help out a Saints team that, look, they love Cam Jordan. They love Marcus Davenport. If Davenport goes down again, you have Clowney to be in there and you really don't miss a beat at all. Um, it really would be a win-win scenario. And again, like you mentioned before, you see Tampa Bay, they're trying to load up on offensive talent. They've added Leonard Fournette. They've added LaShawn McCoy. They've added Tom Brady. They've traded for Rob Gronkowski. And they also have Goblin and Mike Evans. So if you're the Saints, you add a great pass rush. It really can offset all those Tampa Bay acquisitions that they made this offseason. I think this is a win-win. If you are a Saints fan and you don't like this move, uh, I would need to hear your th your thought process on this because this is one of those things where you add a guy like Clowney, there is no scenario where there's a negative outcome here. The negative outcome would be if he comes in and gets hurt, which obviously at the end of the day, you take that risk with whoever you sign in the National Football League. So I'm really interested to see how this goes down if he ends up officially becoming a member of the New Orleans Saints for the 2020 season. Um, and like Nader said before, this is it. This is Drew Brees' final season. At least all signs point to that being the case. Go all in right now. You worry about your cap issues another day. You worry about all your problems when Drew Brees retires a different year. You have to focus on championship. You've been knocking on the doorstep for the last three seasons. You haven't been able to break the door down. This is your chance. You add Clowney in a very odd year where there's a lot of uncertainty, um, and you bring him on a team that didn't really lose a lot of players and did add a lot of interesting pieces like Emmanuel Sanders and Malcolm Jenkins. I think it would make for the perfect move for the New Orleans Saints, but we'll see if that all goes down. I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this emergency podcast uh, for Straight Up Saints. Obviously, I'll have more content next week. I'll have a, a Bucks preview show. Going to try and get a Bucks reporter on there for you guys. Uh, we'll talk about that matchup on next uh, next Sunday on the 13th. What goes down? Do the Saints start the season with the win? win? And I'll, I'll break down all the matchups that you want to watch for that one. But I appreciate you guys listening to this episode of Straight Up Saints. Stay tuned for more content in the future and have a very, very great weekend.